Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. The holidays are coming. Are you going to be able to outmaneuver the nefarious forces who want to manipulate you for their own gain? Or are you going to be able to stand in your power, draw boundaries, and live the holidays that you choose? What am I talking about? Oh, yeah, holiday time. Family's getting ready to come over. So even though I'm joking about it, this is a time when we can be triggered, the wounded part of ourselves, and it can come out, and then we either lash out at others in a way that threatens relationships, or we are manipulated by them, and and then we feel used. Either way, you're left with not holidays, but instead holidays, going, what the heck happened? So I'd like to give you some tips on how to move through this time in a way where you can own your power and draw boundaries and feel very healthy about what you're experiencing. And I'm going to use an experience of mine where I screwed up and I did everything wrong and there are still repercussions in the family now because of it. But those repercussions are because some people that want pain. They want to punish others. They're choosing that over progress. And I'm giving them the space to do it. Or as my mama used to say, well, she still says it, give them enough rope and they'll hang themselves with it. Okay. This is what happened. Several years ago, my dad had died in the spring. Uh, My mom and dad lived in Florida. I'm in the Midwest of the U.S. And so it was the first Christmas after he died. So brought her up here as a Christmas present. And there were a lot of family members that wanted to see her. Now, there were two family members that did not get along. One of them had a very serious problem. The other one decided that they could be their savior. And I told them, don't do it. But they did anyway. They tried to help out the one with the serious problem and they got screwed. Well, they were warned. They chose it. But now they are both sitting in my house. And the one with the serious problem had never apologized to the one who tried to save them. And the one who tried to save them is pissed that I actually invited both of them to be in the house at the same time. And so there is this really ugly energy and I ignored it. Uh, That was, uh, let me tell you right there, man, if you're going to be the leader, if it's in your house, it's in your rules, but I'll go over those in just a moment. All right. I ignored it because I was trying to keep the peace for my mom. This was a very traumatic time for her, going through her first big holiday without my dad, and she was hurting, and I just wanted everybody to play nice, which they were not going to do. 
because you've got a bully going, oh, you took advantage of me. You need to be punished. And then you've got the victim going, oh no, look at how terrible and mean they are to me. And then you've got the hero who's trying to help everyone. It's the drama, trauma triangle. It keeps moving around like the hamster wheel of worry. You never get anywhere. It's just going to continue to expend more energy and get worse as it goes along. And it sure enough did. Uh, because at one point the savior, as we'll call them, pulled me into another room and said, I can't believe that you did this. You, you have always shared that we should, um, draw our boundaries, that we should look at what we need and I need them to leave. Well, that person was being very dysfunctional and that is not what I share but I didn't step into my power. I abdicated it and said, I understand what you're saying. You know, when someone's being an asshole, trying to empathize with them isn't going to work because you can't lead them out of being an asshole. Uh, (laughs) Just just putting that out there, okay? So um, I tried to empathize with them to calm things down. The other family who had the really screwed up person took offense They stormed out, then the other person stormed out, and everybody forgot who the guest of honor was. So let me give you some tips on how to make sure that this does not happen with your get-togethers. Number one, the people you invite in, you can expect them to be polite, They don't have to be open and warm and welcoming to anybody else they disagree with, but the bare minimum is to be polite. And if they're not, well, then it's okay to ask them to leave. Make sure that there is enough space between you and others. What do I mean by that? Don't get drawn into their drama. When two people are at each other, they will typically draw in a third person to alleviate some of the tension. And then that third person has to act as the mediator. You are not supposed to be in that role at a holiday function. It is okay to say, we can address this at another time, but we are not going to address that today. So that's the next one. You have to keep things small. If you allow it to start growing larger, it's it's going to overwhelm the get-together and people are going to forget why they actually came together. Number four, it's your home. It's your house boundaries and rules. And though now is not the time to look at bending them for anybody. So if you think that there's going to be a challenge, I highly recommend doing what I do now, which is addressing that challenge before it ever shows up and letting the, that person know privately, if you need to, not in front of others, hey, so-and-so is going to come. So I'll completely understand if you decide not to. It's all about choices. 
because I'm not going to play around on the pain, punishment, somebody has to pay the price platform. That's not what the holidays are for. So it is all about choices, love, and consequences. So they're going to be there. And if you choose not to come, I'm good with that. Now, if you're going to their house, you got to play by their rules and you are not going to get them to change their mind on anything. So maybe understand what their rules are before you ever go in. Now, number five, if a conversation is going a direction that is not the destiny you want, then it is all right for you to say, I prefer not to talk about this. Uh, This is not the time to revisit this. Uh, We can make a date to talk about this later. Keep in mind, whoever controls the questions controls the emotions. And whoever controls the emotions controls the conversation. So when people are asking rhetorical questions, such as how much more of an idiot can he be? Or didn't you always teach me to stand up for myself and tell other people what they're supposed to do to make me happy? Uh, We're in trouble already because they're now trying to control your emotions so they can manipulate you, even if they don't realize it. They're trying to manipulate you into doing what they want to experience. Hmm. So know where the door is. That's number six. You may have to ask somebody to leave if they decide to keep pushing it. And I know you're going, oh my gosh, but it's the holidays. We're all supposed to play nice and get along. No, that is not the intention of some people. And you need to recognize that your values are not their values. Every conflict is a conflict in values. And some people have the value of being the perpetual victim And everybody has to do what it is that they need to have happen so they can live the life that they want. Do not allow their dysfunctional wants to override your functional needs. This is something me and my coach and mentor have been working on for a while now. So know where the door is. If, If they're there, you may have to invite them to leave if you're there, if you're at someone else's home. You need to have an exit strategy. So honor you. Do not allow yourself to be hooked. Decide when and where and what's going to happen that you're going to go, all right, enough is enough. I'm working right now with one of my clients that has been triggered severely by some dysfunctional young adults in her family. And they've been manipulating her for the past few months on how to do their bidding. And we're now looking at what is it that those kids value, even though it's dysfunctionally, and how did they pull her into living their values? See, what what happens when we're in a healthy relationship is that we'll have a rapport on one of our values. But then I bring a different value to the relationship than you do. 
And then you bring a character trait that I do not possess. And we get to play upon each other's strengths, talents, and abilities to create something better than and more powerful than we could individually. But that's not what manipulators do. They don't look at what you have in rapport and then what are your strengths, talents, and abilities. They look at how they can hook you through your values and then threaten you typically subconsciously, that you won't get what you want if you don't play their game. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I think this might be number seven. Do not uh, go along with all requests. Whenever people ask something of you, especially this time of year, and it's for them, tell them you want 24 hours to think about it. Uh, and then, uh, if it's something for you that you want to do, learn to say yes right away because you've got them twisted. You're saying yes to everybody else at the expense of yourself. And then you have to tell yourself no, because you have nothing left for you. So when somebody makes a request of you, give it 24 hours before you respond and let them know none of this passive aggressive BBS, bad belief systems of, I just won't answer back. I've got somebody playing games with me on that right now. I give them a choice of whether or not they were going to show up on something. They decided not to answer back. Well, guess what? The window of opportunity is closed, done. Enjoy yourself. Uh, If you do not have uh, the progress identity of not waiting till the last minute, you know, the, the, the old manipulation trick of, oh, how much do I want you there? Well, then it's not going to happen. All right. So do not confuse reaction to responses. Reactions are based on past pain. Responses are based on future impact. You will react with a yes too quick for them and a no too slow for you. So let's switch it around. Okay. So uh, if you want some assistance with this, go and claim my free hypnosis audio, drewdawnferguson.com. And you'll see at the top of the page where you can sign up for a hypnosis audio that can help you flip the script on your holidays where you're actually living the progress that you want to experience instead of trying to rescue someone else from their pain. So until we get together again, keep this in mind. Success is just the journey, revealing who you really are, your magnificent and brilliant self. Well, that is the true destination. What I've been sharing with you is part of your time to thrive. See, we can get stuck in a healing process, but what's beyond the healing? Well, there's growth, and then there's goals, and then there's vision. And Your Time to Thrive is a very special membership where you access a course or a live event with me every single month that is going to teach you this process. So that way you're not dependent upon someone else for your progress. Instead, you're empowered 
to be able to make upgrades on your own. And then whenever you hit a block that just seems to be too much for you to get over, that's when you bring in someone for assistance. So it, the, this membership is only open for the next few days. Go to dawnlandrum.com and you'll see all the details when you click on the tab that says Time to Thrive.